Welcome back to the Discoop Podcast with my partner in crime, the pickler, the scrunnel vet, Mr. SRT. But yes, sir. <laughs> uh have my man's here today, Mr. Bandwagon himself too. Don't forget that. Uh, Talking oh, some, some ball today. Absolutely. A couple of things to ask my man's because you know what to, what team you supporting this year? Because I know. A couple of years ago, you supported one team, then you hopped around to another team, then you hopped to what team are you supporting slash keeping your eye on this year? Then, like, to really get the gist of it, I got to wait until, like, post-All-Star break, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's when I really know when to lock in, you know what I mean? Because there's so many good teams right now, you know what I'm saying? You got the 76ers, you know what I'm saying? I'm from that area right now, so, I, you know what I'm saying? I can technically support that team if I wanted to. You know yeah, what I mean? you got LeBron, that's like LeGoat, so, you know what I'm saying, he's in the back pocket whenever I can, you know what I mean? And yeah. then, you know, you got dang time and freak time, however you want to do it, but right now, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to 76 or just, you know what I'm saying, I'm in the area, you know what I'm saying, hometown kid, grew up here and all that, so, you know what I mean, I'm going with the with the 76 right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, I hear. Do you, do you think, do you think MB got what it takes? To get past the second, wait, was it the second? Yeah, the second round. Yeah, he can't the first round. This is the second round. That's his uh, his issue. He got locked behind them them second round doors. I got locked you. Them, them conference finals doors. Yeah, I'm gonna hit you with something. All I'm right. The 76ers, they're gonna make it to the third round, and I'm gonna tell you why. Number one, they fixed their coaching problem. I don't know who told them that. You know what I'm saying? Doc Rivers was the was the answer, was the key. He was a terrible addition, and everybody knows it. <laughs> never been at it. He should have ever been on the payroll, but that's neither here nor there. That's a conversation <laughs> for another day. They was able to get him out, put Nick Nurse in there. Not saying, you know what I'm saying, Nick Nurse is a good coach, but let's not act like, you know what I'm saying, oh, the Raptors winning wasn't. It was, it was other things that played a role in the Raptors winning in, was it 2019? Yeah. Nick Nurse was a good coach, though. Not to take anything away from him, but after, you know, Kawhi left, we're not going to talk about what happened after that. They couldn't get over it. They couldn't really do too much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nick Nurse, and, of course, you know, you had the, how do, how do they like to call it? The locker room problem, the locker room disease, James Harden. Him True. getting removed True. from that organization let Tyrese Maxey, like, blossom. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's going to be maybe most improved this year. He's been, his change, his game has been changing, it's been, you know, evolving has been just improving in every aspect, you know? Yeah. I so when you look at the changes that they've done this year, you know what I'm saying? It, it's not a fluke that they won, was it eight games in a row? This eight game, games? Hmm? Was it eight games in a row? I believe it was eight games in a row. Don't don't quote me on it. I believe it was. <laughs> but they won eight games in a row. Like, they were the hottest team in the NBA. It was like, I think it was like last month or a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't just happen overnight. It doesn't oh just because this and that. This team is the real deal. You heard it here first. They're making it past the second round. Whoever they come against, they're gonna they're gonna smoke them. You heard it here first. All right, they're gonna smoke them. Okay, all right, they're gonna smoke them. Well, yeah, I do agree with the the coaching change was much needed. They couldn't play that two man iso ball all game and having motherfuckers stand in the corner and just like. Just spot up shooting and just being just being corner sitters, not really a, a a fast pace or even just a 
an offense that was nice to watch or just really well-oiled in the playoffs because it was just Harden, screen with MB, passing the mid-range, but taking off 20 seconds off the clock. And now, now that Harden is gone, and, you know, Harden, you know, he's just – He's a he's a dog. He's a dog. He's a dog. He did his thing in Houston. Should he easily went to the NBA Finals if Chris Paul didn't get hurt? I mean, no, no, I know, man. I know, man. I, I that was. I tell you this, man. If they would have did this, LeBron would have won the Finals, man. He would have had another ring. But don't even get me started on that, man. <laughs> get me on that, bro. Oh my gosh, that was a time though. That was a time, but the worst, Harden, worst. Harden is. I'm not gonna say he's not. Well, yeah, he's not really that player anymore. Where you can have the ball, eighty. Well, yeah, eighty percent of the time and just having the whole offense go through you and the 76ers did their thing by getting rid of him he still did his thing teaching Tyrese Maxey yeah no he taught him he taught him the ropes he taught him a little bit like he did what he needed to do you know what I'm saying but it's only so much you could get with him you know what I'm saying if he's not put in the right situation yeah that's true but I'll tell you what just to you know double back he's talking about Nick Nurse Nick Nurse is a good coach when he's put in that when he has the right players like for example the Toronto Raptors were good. They were a good squad back then, but they could never do much until they got, you know, Kawhi Leonard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They got Kawhi Leonard. Of course, there was other things that happened. You know what I'm saying? People got injuries in the finals and whatnot. But him getting that, getting that dynamic player, that's literally, that's a Hall of Fame right there. We already know that. But him getting a player like that, of that caliber, was able to push him over the edge. And he, he's a good coach. Yeah. And he had the same opportunities. With the 76ers. You know what I'm saying? They he has, have, he has a superstar he, player to get behind. A and he young, has, a young yeah. star. Uh-huh. And yeah, he he still got he still got pieces. He doesn't have to have OC length as as much as the Raptors do now. He still got, you know, smaller guards, great three and D players. Mm-hmm. He still got a, a solid squad to be able to coach and move because now the offense runs way more smoother now than it did the past couple of seasons. No, absolutely. And let's just let's double back on that that 2019 like finals run, man. That that Raptor team, man. I'm telling you, man. I was because I was a I was a Raptor fan at that time, man. Nikola <laughs> <laughs> was going stupid, man. He was going dumb, man. I, he locked up Giannis like crazy, man. Yeah, no, they they built a great wall of Toronto, and Giannis couldn't do a damn thing. No, that was bonkers, man. And then I remember. No, that was the that was the third that was the third round, I believe. The second round was when he um when they went against the uh the seventy sixers, man. Mm-hmm. And he had that game winner of game seven, man. I'll tell man, you. Man, that lucky ass game winner, man. I still hey. call, I still call that lucky. <laughs> no, that was that was like bonkers, man. I remember like watching that. Like I was in uh, I was doing like uh, duty or something when I was in the army, man. I was like, whoa. But I was about to like flip the table. It was incredible. <laughs> before man i was like yeah this dude is a goat bro this dude is a dog uh, that, yeah that run it it was like it was kind of like saying lebron again because it was just it was complete dominance by one player obviously they got the their secondary and third pieces on the team that still help them push <laughs> to the <laughs> ring what like 40 points like back yeah. to back stuff and like crazy man oh my goodness man he's he, he not to play like that anymore he can't do that anymore but but also i would say even like the the how the 76 won the their trade too because if we're going to talk about Kawhi, um they got rid of james harden it's kind of dead weight he didn't really want to play they got rid of well, i guess they didn't even want to pay him either the contract really wasn't there as well that they promised him 
Um, then they sent him to the Clippers, and the Clippers were doing great. They were doing well. Like I, I never put the Clippers up high because you know they're injury management, low management. You yeah. want to see these play, great players play, and all, all also you need the great players to play to win. And when they don't play as much, you know, Kawhi was coming off the knee injuries. It was just not looking very well for them. Russ was playing his best basketball since he left the Lakers. You know, yeah. kind of got scapegoated and whatnot. But hey, man, you hey, he he got scapegoated, yes. But it doesn't mean he was playing good, bro. He's playing. Oh no, terrible. yeah, obviously. But they, you can't. Well, like like I said, as a love, we we both LeBron fans, but we both can admit that if you're not a three and D guy, a dominant yeah. big, or like a super dominant guard where you can score all three levels and play at least solid defense like, like the defense don't really matter for the guard because like he played with Kyrie. if you can yeah. play, if you're a solid guard like all-star caliber guard you can play with lebron but russell westbrook wasn't he was that caliber guard but he was starting to lose it and he's also not a shooter he has not, to have the ball in his yeah. hands he's a point guard he's the one that's developing the plays. but you got lebron next to him that also does the same thing I tell you this, man. This there was not really any spacing. There really wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like Russell Westbrook, I can't even believe that actually happened. Him on the Lakers, man. Oh my goodness! But the way that Rob Belinka, he was able to finesse him out of that contract and get him off his books, it was crazy. It was incredible. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how, I don't how know. he did that shit. I don't know how did he flipping these players, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my but goodness! It's, it's crazy. He flipped them, and then he he went to the Clippers. You know. It, it kind of flew under the radar, but he was he would he fit in like a glove because they let him be the point guard, let him facilitate the team. But then the Clippers go and trade. Obviously, they everybody could just been like you know fuck James Harden. I'm not I'm not trading for him. The Clippers obviously wanted him since the beginning of the season. He wanted to go there, and I don't think they really took into account how well the team gelled together, meshed together in the beginning of the season, and then they went and drove and pushed for James Harden got James Harden like obviously they they kind of got back to having some sort of success yeah. but they got James Harden and then they pushed Russell Westbrook to the wayside and now I feel like he's just gonna slowly drop off him and it's like play- we're very early in the season like playoffs is way way at the end of the season but the way it's looking like right now I feel like Russell Westbrook might be getting done dirty when he was doing very well, and he just—I guess he can. Obviously, he's going to be the secondary unit. You, you think he's getting done? He's getting done dirty, but he literally—he asked to go to the second unit. He asked to do that. That's like where he like thrives the most. You know what I'm saying? But he also—he only did that because James Harden came on the team when they all were on the court. You saw what that shit was. Yeah. You have four. You have four. Uh, you, I, I would say three kind of ball dominant players. One super ball dominant. One like you, you have to have the ball in his hands to make him as effective as possible, yeah. and like move the ball through his hands as well. And then you got Paul George. Paul George can play off ball. He he knows how to play off ball, but he can get his buckets on ball too. And then Kawhi, he can play both, but he wants to be on ball. You know, some sort of the time as well. It's it's kind of hard having that lineup all together and then you got a big man just, you know setting screens for everybody because it was going to be coming like iso ball the whole time it was going to be russell westbrook iso then james harden iso then Kawhi iso then pg iso yeah 
So, like, and when somebody had to lead the bench unit, and he took it upon himself, you know, we never know what the real story is. We're just going to take it at face value. He yeah. took it upon himself to go and say, all right, I'm going to be on the bench. I'm going to yeah. just do it because he, he, he learned it. I'm not going to say he learned his lesson, but he kind of learned his lesson from the first time. It's going to be on his ass, but you know that that L.A. media. Yeah, they're they going to <laughs> gonna be on him, man. You see what he did, yeah, man? Bro. And, they was, and they was bullying him, man. That was, that's not right, yo. Yeah, just, bro, like how you – like when was Russell Westbrook – when were you like, all right, like pre-2009 – yeah, 2019, all right, you might rely on him to, to hit a couple threes. All right, maybe. But that was not his strength. Yeah, he could shoot a little bit, but you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, Russell Westbrook, you in the corner. You have to make this zone. No, that's not his game. That's not his yeah. game at all. So I feel like now he, it, 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 it's looking like the trend will be he might get done dirty. I just hope he doesn't. And, like, the way the Clippers are advancing, it becomes better. But I, I feel like once the Clippers got James Harden, they ruined their playoff chances. Yeah. I don't know. You just got to see how the jump, like, you got to see how it all ends up. You know what I'm saying? You know, you can't really jump the gun. You never really know for sure. Because like you said, it's just the the season kind of like, it literally just started, you know, popping off. Yeah. And you, like true. I said, you know what? You'll really have a good idea, like, post, like, All-Star break. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, All-Star break. Because even now, like, you know what I'm saying? The Lakers is not as, as dominant as, you know, I thought they would be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're losing the easy, the to trash teams. You got Dylan Brooks locking up LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> this and also the um. Let's talk about the the end season tournament. That's crazy, by the way. Mm -hmm. You got Adam Silver know Tyrese, what he's doing. Tyrese Halliburton, man, that he's he's a he's a phenomenal player. I can't believe he knocked out the um the Celtics. Like the other day, he was cooking Drew Holiday. He was giving him like uh, he was everything. baking. He was baking Drew Holiday. <laughs> no, nah, for baking sure. About time for him to retire, man. That's 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 what we need, man. He, uh, he right there, man. Now, but I was saying because I, I made a TikTok about it, um, like predictions beforehand, and I was mm -hmm. like, they're going to since Porz Porzingis was out. Like you know what? He's a big piece of their offense and their defense, and I was mm -hmm. like. The only way the Celtics will lose is all going to be out on, on Al Horford. Like it was, it was you know some of it was on Drew Holiday because he wasn't playing. Well, he was playing defense. He was just getting his ass baked. But Al Horford, once he gets on the court, they get him on an ISO drop coverage. It's it's wraps. They switch. He's going to play that. He's going to try to play defense to the best of his ability, and then he's just going to get baked, baked outside the paint, baked inside the paint, and that's what happened. And they had to take him off the court too. To match uh, Miles Turner as well, they brought in Luke Cornett. Now Luke Cornett, Cornett got his ass baked as well, and then he was in foul trouble. They couldn't really do anything with it. <laughs> yeah, man, they be fouling, man. When they be getting baked, man. When they yeah, they be fouling. So, and 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 that's what happened. And Jason Tatum wasn't hitting his shots at the uh, as much as he could have been. You know, he dropped thirty two. Could have had more. Easily could have had more. Um, but it was literally everybody had to do something on offense. They were going to do something on defense. Jason Tatum, I'm pretty sure, led the team in rebounds. Um, Al Horford just, it was all Al Horford to really, you know, lock down 
the restricted it's area. Like a whoever offense type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, whoever's on, whoever he's on, give him the ball. Whoever is guarding him, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what they do to like because he's old man. He he he's not. I don't know. I don't even know how long he's been in the league, but I remember him back on that Hawks team, man. When they were they're actually pretty good. That uh the um what's the uh the Atlanta Hawks, Hawks team? team? The Hawks team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, he was a dog back then, but you know what I'm saying? I don't know how he's still getting paid. I don't know how he's I don't I think he's one of those players now that kinda like rely like what is it, like relies on that like you know, like a defensive player, you know, like Pat Bev. Yeah. I feel like yeah. employee. I don't know how, but you know what I'm saying, to each his own. But I would he's say a, I would say I'd rather have Al Horford than Pat Bev. No, absolutely. Like yeah. you know, he's gonna get you some rebounds, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's gonna he gonna hit he gonna hit some threes for sure. Hit he got an ugly jump shot, but hey, that's neither here nor there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, but you know what we need to talk about, man? The Timberwolves. That's that's Anthony Edwards is becoming my favorite player, bro. I'm telling you. That uh, dude. That's another, man, another another one yeah. of your uh, favorite yeah. player list. No, 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 man. The Timberwolves, man, I think they're going to go. Not third round, second round this year. Second round this year. Now, I, I, I'm with you on that one because I was saying. I, I don't know if you heard it from me before, but I was I was constantly like thinking, like I always think about the Timberwolves being up there, mm. and even last year before they got Rudy Gobert, I was like, yeah, they're up there. Uh, Anthony Edwards made that leap. Cat uh, yeah. always gonna be there. Cat to be touching people sometimes, you know, he, he be in foul trouble too much, nah, and Kat, really hasn't shaken him. Cat is, I can't believe it. He, he's he's only like what like twenty five or something, but he's like he's been there for like nah, <laughs> like fifteen years. Nah, man. Cat is not twenty five. Cat is like twenty eight. Yeah. 28, 29. Yeah, Cat is a little on the older he, side. I thought he was like 25 or something. Nah, Cat is not 25, bro. He is 28, yep. Oh, 28. Wow, never mind then. Yeah, he's he's kind of getting a little older. Yeah, he's just, but he's the same age as Jokic, so. Oh, the same age as Jokic? Yeah, Jokic is 28. Giannis is 28. Hey, man, these players getting older, man. Yeah, you, but it, it's not like they too old because they still got like five, seven years left. I know not everybody got the longevity that LeBron got, but yeah, bro, these people, these people are up there, man. Shit, Leon's birthday tomorrow. What the heck? <laughs> oh man, hey, better be twenty nine. Dang, dang man, the NBA is getting like, like wow. You know what I'm saying you got LeBron at the tail end of his career, man. You got these. New young cats, you know, you got well, the superstars are being built right in front of us, man. We really, we are literally seeing them right now in front of our eyes. Well, I have a question. Where did you, like, you know, what I'm saying once Jai comes back, where are you putting them on your your rankings list? Like as far as like PGs, uh, uh. I don't know because that that Grizzlies team looks like they they need so much help, and it's not. And Jaw can only do so much because Stephen Adams it was was a big part of that team, yeah, uh, he a huge part of that team. Yeah. And he's he's out for the season. I'm pretty sure. So I would say Jaw. I don't know. This this it's like it feels like every guard is amazing right now. He he might he might. Dang, he might have. He might be around, you know, ten, eleven, to me, bro. I don't know, because there's there's a lot of good guards right now, 
And, like, I'm not going to discredit what that man brings to the game because he goes to the paint. It's him. That, that, that's him. That's him. Anything. Uh, he acrobatic finishes, tough finishes. He can he can shoot the ball well. He he took a little leap in three-point shooting last year, um, from last year. Uh, so it's just, it's just him and the on uh, – I was I wouldn't even say the off the court stuff because yeah like man had a gun on IG live bro but it's like yeah he, he, he not really getting into too much trouble he just be trying to fake gang bang I don't think he actually did some real shit other than that the thing but, is rules are rules I guess whatever rule it is like the way he's portraying having a weapon there's nothing wrong with you know what I'm saying bearing arms you know what I'm saying you you got the right to bear arms. But you got to make sure you're not putting yourself in a situation and have, having yourself around people that are not going to, you know what I'm saying, they're not the most positive people, you know what I mean? Or but even like... How do you put in like red dots at people in like the NBA? It was some NBA game there was at, I don't know if it was the, it might have, I don't know, I think it, it might have been the Pacers. Yeah. But why is he, why is people in his crew having a red dot on pe- players? Like, like, what are you doing? Like, I feel like he's had a lot of slaps on the wrist, this right here. Is another now I want to say a slap on earth because I know he's losing like hella bread right now, but he's yeah, got to learn. Also say he didn't break a law specifically with this one. Like you won't suspend him for that. Like he, I'm pretty sure he had the gun legally. Like obviously, obviously he's the face of the NBA. So like when you are an influence for all these people that watch you, whether they be adults or children, teenagers, you gotta you know be a little bit wiser with your decisions, but he didn't technically break any rules for real. Yeah, he he, he didn't, but you got to think about the things that led up to this. You know what I'm saying? Like, the thing, the big thing, at least for me, was when his people had a red dot on the players. Like, mm-hmm. what are they doing? Like, why are they doing that? Yeah. Like, having that gun, I, what was it? I, I, like, the, the situations are kind of like fuzzy because a long time ago. But from my understanding, he was carrying guns. He he had a gun across state lines. I don't think this was this, this might have been that situation. But we don't know if it was legally allowed in that or how he got the gun in the first place. If he flew with mm-hmm. the gun, you know what I'm saying there's certain things or parameters that are set in place to protect players and protect the brand of the NBA, yeah. multi-trillion dollar brand. You know I'm saying, and when you come, you know, a young player, you know, what I'm saying from wherever he's from, yeah. You can't come in that and start messing up because that's people's livelihoods. You know what I mean? Like that's pe- that's what people make their money. You can't. That's yeah. like that's like having a, like having a, any type of job. You you wouldn't come to your job like going crazy or having like all these different things because it's a place of out of work and it's a place for in work. Of course, if you're yeah. out of work, like when you're out of work or you know not with the team and doing this stuff, do your own thing as long as it's within the safety and like responsibility and whatnot. Yeah. But you, you bringing that within your your work setting, you know what I mean? Like it's not professional, but man, I hope he, you know what I'm saying, he learns from this. It's suspension. Nah, yeah, he definitely did for sure. Yeah, if you don't, you don't learn from not playing. I know you're gonna learn when you don't see the millions hitting that bank account. You know, what I mean? <laughs> uh, they're not getting rid of him anytime soon. They need that man. They're not uh, gonna win another draft. I mean, if they if they tank this season, they might get another point guard. But that's not a that's not a guy you. I guess give up on just yet. No, no, not just yet. No, no, he's too much. Not too just much. yet. And I be forgetting. I really forget that um, Marcus Smart is on that team, man. You know, yeah. so be, he's just hurt right now. That's why. I be forgetting, man. But yeah, I'm looking at these standards right now, man. Yeah, the Grizzlies are in a 
tough shape. But how yeah. about um the rookie of the year, man? Chet or you got uh, Wimbyama? I say, uh, I think it's very close. I feel like the media, like, yeah, hey, I can have my opinion about Chet. Uh, opinions about even I even had the star Thompson and Marcus Sasser up there because they've been. They've been balling out Detroit, but well, Detroit is just ass. They can't freaking win a game. 17 straight losses is very crazy. It's bonkers. But, bonkers. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to Chet and Wembeyama, they uh, people like to say that Chet has way better people around him, which is true. But the way that people talk about the Spurs, like everybody's complete dog shit, but Wembeyama is completely and utterly false because. Mm-hmm. Devin Vassell, there's a reason why they paid Devin Vassell like almost 150 M's and that uh they re-signed him for that much money. He is a great two-way player. Mm-hmm. Two-way three-level scorer, and you know, if we use NBA terms, uh great, great two-way. <laughs> He's just he just be having injury problems. Like he just got sometimes he just got the injury bug. But there's a reason that why they re-signed him to that much money. He's a vital part to that young Spurs core. Along with Keldon Johnson as well, uh, also re-signed Trey Jones. Even though Trey Jones not starting like he used to last season, great off the off the bench playmaker, going to get his teammates involved. They got so uh, Sohan at point guard now. Whatever experiment Pop got in his head, we just gonna have to rock with it. And it's just, <laughs> that, that old man philosophy. I'm gonna just let him rock out because yeah. he's shown flashes of himself being a great point guard. It's just. Sometimes it just be looking goofy. No, no, for real. But to say that Wembenyama is completely and utterly just blows out the water of the competition on the Spurs team—that's completely false to me. Zach Collins, Zach, even Zach Collins. I'm, I'm great. I'm greatly happy that Zach Collins is balling out right now because he caught the injury bug at the Blazers. Couldn't really get on the floor. He's been solid at center. I, I really like the the lineup that they got, but I was I had to give it to Chet, man. Even though I guess he had a, a year since he got hurt last season, he had a year to be in that NBA environment, knowing all the plays and whatnot, and just NBA training to now show out this year. I still don't think that takes away from well, even one year. One year, I guess, is an advantage, but still, he still has to show out on the court, and he's been doing that. Drop thirty three on Embiid. No, absolutely. I remember this one. On I think he had like the not the game winner, but I think he had he had a three to make it overtime. I remember that game. Uh, no, it wasn't overtime. It was just a three to cut it to like four points because we were just fouling, oh. fouling Embiid to try to like get, keep the uh, score close. But mm-hmm. he he he's been having great games, and when you think about a, a center like him. It's like <laughs> pretty sure he's not pretty sure at least two hundred pounds, but he's just very small. But he he's lanky. He can move, score all three levels. Great playmaker, great on defense. Man, averaging I'm pretty sure like two blocks. Mm-hmm. He 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 be, he be active. Be active in that paint. So I would say even when Bayama is just active, and nobody wants nobody wants to even go attempt shots around him because that man has so much reach. It's just that they have so many similarities, but. You know, the media, the next uh, generational San Antonio Spur, they can't let that slip away from their grasp of a great storyline. So I think <laughs> I think Victor Wambayama 
who will win it. Not solely off of that, but you know that will give them the little push because say say OKC go to the play because OKC go to the playoffs. I I'm a hundred percent confident they go into the playoffs. I don't even think they make the plan. I think they go into the playoffs no, off. Yeah, they're, they're definitely definitely um, they definitely make the plan. No, no, definitely. But see, this is the thing when it comes to the rookie of the year race. Of course, you know it's the big names with Bayama. Even knowing they're not even they're like your last place right now. He's still going to get that buzz because, like, it's Wimbenyama. They were sizing him up for like the last the last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like it's trying to it's pull a, it's trying to pull a like a Ben Simmons. You know what I'm saying? Let me not play for. I know he was injured, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Let me not play for two years and let me still win rookie year. Yeah. yeah. Between him, I remember when uh, Ben Simmons won it. When it was between him, Jason Tatum, and um, Donovan Mitchell, I believe. Mm-hmm. Man, and I felt so bad because I know that, that I think Donovan Mitchell should have won it, but you know what I'm saying? It's Ben Simmons. They were you were like they were pretty much slicing him. He was yeah. still good. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know, man. This Chet probably would win it, because you know what I'm saying? He's on a better team, of course, and they like winning. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't yeah, know. They, they, they I'll say they do like winning. I just I wish they would call these awards earlier because as you know, they go get closer to the playoffs, and you no know, teams are solidified for the playoffs, and then they call it like all these awards in the first round of the playoffs. It kind of like diminishes the impact they had in the regular season because they had that impact, and then you go see them go in the playoffs. Like Embiid, like Embiid, yeah, he's the MVP of his team. Jokic was the MVP of his team. It was kind of close. You could have gave it to either or. It kind of felt like you know they're like here, like Embiid have it, like oh yeah, you earned well. Like, you've been, not been bitching, but it's like, uh, we'll just give it to you. You get your MVP, you finally got an award. And then it kind of got diminished because of his performances in the uh-huh. the playoffs. When it it's not a postseason award, it's a regular season award. Uh-huh. Um, so it kind of diminished the impact of the award. So I feel like they need to announce these things earlier, like last day of the season or three days before the season end because – Something like that. It needs to be earlier so people can, you know, instantly feel the impact. Instantly be like, "Yes, this is an award that they deserve during this time of the year because this is what they did during the regular season. They showed up in this way, that way, and then they have all right. They have these awards laid out. Now we can see what impact they have in the postseason. You know, they get them postseason awards based on the how far they go, like the Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, NBA Finals. So. They just need to show the award earlier, oh. really deliver that impact, and then they will finally have everybody not really having all these dumbass think pieces of yeah, this person didn't have an award, this person should have this award because they didn't do shit in the That's the thing that really yeah. ruffles my feathers, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's the MVP that changed the goalpost every year. It's either that, like I know you said, Embiid won it last year because he was like. Yeah. <laughs> He like he, it's like he's trying to be the president. He was going on campaigns. Yeah, every city's there. Every, every city's there. That's what it feel like. It feel like you trying to. Oh yeah, here I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you this fifty piece. Talk a little bit about me on the on the the uh, announcer board. You know, just say a little little some nice for me. And just feel like you campaigning to <laughs> to be an MVP instead of letting the fans and coaches vote normally. But, they, but they need it's the media, man. The media, they change it. They want this player to win, that player to win. Yeah. Like, for example, let's go back to Russell Westbrook. When he first won it, and he won it, he, he averaged a triple-double. Mm-hmm. I think he deserved it. He deserved it, rightly so. Yeah. He followed it up again next year. 
Oh, it doesn't matter anymore. He did it last year. Yeah. He, he, he never won that joint again. He did it again with four years straight. But the, the media didn't care about that anymore. It was the next thing. Oh, wait, uh, James yeah. Harden deserves it. Because he didn't, he didn't, well, he did this. He was going crazy, by the way. That, no, yeah, he was going, yeah. Stupid. Sure. So, you know what I'm saying? He deserved it. But it's like, after that, oh, well, let's see who else doesn't deserve it. Or who who else didn't get one that deserves it. It's like, bro, it's not like Halloween candy. You don't just pass it yeah. out whenever you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's how, and that's how I felt with, uh, what is it? When they gave Damian Lillard his first All-NBA uh, selection. They get. I feel like they gave it to him in a year where not that he didn't deserve it. I feel like it was more deserved for another player than him because I feel like the year before he deserved it because he was cooking way, but like way more than he was that season that he got it. But it, I felt like it was just a here. All right, let me just give you this one. Sprinkle it. You got it on your resume now. You good? Like, yeah. But I felt like it. They just be handing shit out just to hand it out, just to you know even out people's resumes and then. Some people have the voters fatigue that we talk about because if we're being honest, if MVP is the most valuable player to a team, the person's team, it doesn't matter about wins. If you take that person off the team, how will they do? Obviously, like I guess wins taken account are taken in account um, when they're on the team or not, but their impact on the team, how they impact offense, defense, on the court, off the court. Hey, what they do in the community, I guess you can count that as well. But they don't really take the full grasp of what an MVP is for real. Because I feel like as the years have gone by, as you said, the goalposts getting moved, this matters more than this matters. Uh, this person won MVP twice. Let's give it to somebody else. Like, yeah, you don't LeBron, want somebody LeBron, to win MVP man. five years in a row. But LeBron should have won that. He should have more than been, was he has four. Right? He has. He should have more than four then. He should have more than four. I feel like he should have at least have, I think, six. Yeah, six. Yeah, six. But this is the reason, man. I like I like NBA. I like basketball. I like it. But I just, I just don't like it. Certain things like that, I don't like, man. Yeah. You know, I'm not even biased to just like LeBron. You know, Michael Jordan probably deserved more, too. <laughs> Deserve a little bit more. There's no reason why Steven Nash has two and Kobe and. <laughs> And uh, and Shaq only have one, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's certain things like that that once you give the media the 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 ability to choose and pick who's the who's the who's the MVP man, it just kind of just it just doesn't matter anymore. Because look at look right now, like um, I seen something yesterday. Jokic is leading the the NBA in points, assists, and rebounds. Is he going to yeah. get it? Again? Is he going to win the MVP again? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It de- and also, yeah, I also feel like it depends because, like, with that, you would think he's MVP too. Because once he got off the team, once they take him off the team, they 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 exposed. They they're exposed. They're completely exposed. But then they probably gonna add a little extra criteria. Oh, where's their placing in the in the West? Yeah. Oh, how many how many All Stars they got on their team? Like just some some random shit that you don't even think of. They just gonna do mathematics with a fucking graphing calculator that. Pull some shit out their ass, <laughs> but yeah, that's why I was like, they just. It, I feel like it will get better, definitely get better, because as like you know, our generation starts to grow up and you know invade these spaces, you know, have our voices be heard. We're going to get back to straight hoops. Mm-hmm. This is what this person does for the team. This is what they don't do. This is what this guy does. This, is what this team does. This is what what this coach. 
this executive, this owner, like some real shit. We're gonna, we're gonna get to the bottom of it. No, definitely, man. No, definitely. But as but, we even talk about like MVPs and whatnot, or MVPs and players that people have been watching, who do you who do you think has uh, you know caught in your eye over the years that you're like you stuck by them, whether they be a star, a role player, a gimmick character? You know, you already talked about LeBron. We don't, you know, LeBron already get enough limelight. He been getting limelight for like eighty five years, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who, who's a who's a player that I either this year, the past couple of years, or players that you have you know stuck by, been following their journey in the league? You just like watching them play, and you know all that. You know what I'm saying? I would say you might laugh at this man, <laughs> but <laughs> I would say I would say Paul George. And yes, I disrespect him a lot. Yep. <laughs> I'm trash. I know I said hey, he hitting backboards, he's doing this and that. <laughs> but when he was on that OKC team, I liked him. I was like, this dude is a dog, man. Like I didn't go crazy. Of course they sold me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. I still respect him. Like his game at a six ninety, I feel like he's one of the most fluid players like in the NBA. Like for that height to be able to dribble like that, to create shots like that, still to be able to defend. Like, I don't know, he's he's one of the players, yeah, you know what I'm saying, he sold me back in the day. But I'm like, this dude, I still like watching him play. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this game is, like, beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I also agree with that, too. You know, we, we always go and slander these NBA players sometimes. It be jokes. You know, we don't want to dig too deep into the players because, you know, they, they be having off nights. But, you know, I had my fair share of pandemic P, uh, Playoff P, you know, yo, where it was that you just reminded me of <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> like this. <laughs> yeah. I remember like, I remember I quote tweeted him after a game and was like, I, I showed him my jump shot, even though my jump shot ugly. That shit it shit was water in that video, but my jump shot ugly is talking about how I was gonna replace him in the playoffs. But I never really Sometimes you sit there and really take for granted some of the players and their skill level because I feel like now everybody is coming to that realization now as well that Paul George is one of them guys, like very rare type of players that has a, you know, Kyrie-esque handle, very great handle. He will tie your ankles together and move them to the left, move them to the right, and snap them in three. No, he could do it. He could do it. Like, he... He's 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 a two way player, man. He's what yeah. I'm pretty much like now. Like I want to say, he's like one of the best now. Mm-hmm. He, he back when, like you know, what I'm saying when he was in his prime, especially like OKC and all that. Man, he was yeah. man. He was a thing, man. I'm pretty sure he had finished third. I'm pretty sure he finished third in the MVP yeah. race that year. Yeah, it was third, third. Oh man, he was a dog, man. Oh my goodness, man. But you know, what I'm saying now he's he's still good now. But like back then, man, he was yeah. something. Yeah, now it can kind of sometimes get overshadowed. Be, well, not even because of skill level, but it's just of the people he play with. Because now it's Westbrook, Kawhi, Harden. Like motherfuckers always want to talk about West. Uh, I said Westbrook. They always want to talk about Harden um, on that team, especially now that he's there. He just you know garner a lot of media attention, and sometimes sometimes you know it's good for Paul George to fly under the radar because you be dropping some stinkers sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that, that man can hoop and will hoop. That's why when the before the Lakers got James Harden, 
they was they was looking good because I did not have them anywhere on my list of having good success because of their previous years and not really showing up or even playing as much as they should. Um, but Paul George is definitely one of them guys that is is up there. And even when people talk about Paul George, they're like, oh, uh, OKC won the Paul George and SGA trade. I think you can say OKC won. I was one of those guys saying that he mm-hmm. won. That the OKC won that trade. I would call it kind I of fairly even, but now, like looking at hindsight, now it, they definitely didn't win. You know what I'm saying, but well, actually, no, they have because they had they have all they had all them picks. Yeah, they, they still have all the picks that they can. It was able, yeah, yeah. whatever player that they want. They have so many picks, so it doesn't even matter because SGA SGA panned out to be a great player, a person that can definitely win the MVP this year, depending on where the, the Thunder place, you know, one of the goal posts, depending mm-hmm. on where the Thunder place, definitely can secure that that MVP. That man was, I'm pretty sure, top three, top four in scoring last year. Now mm-hmm. he's he's becoming a, a, a better playmaker now. Mm-hmm. Can easily, easily get triple doubles. You know, he don't need to, though. But great playmaker right now. Solid squad around him. Like and great, great two-way player was mentored by Chris Paul. That's, there's a reason why his midi is automatic. No, he's he, Paul I, was I a think, I, No, no, I think what's the name? I honestly think that SGA and Tyrese Halliburton are fighting right now in the NBA to see who has the ugliest jump shot. They both <laughs> look like <laughs> they both look like <laughs> with you know thirty-pound backpacks. I don't <laughs> know, man. It's what it's water though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but. No, nah, no, nah, but I was gonna say they definitely, they definitely competed for the ugly jump shot. But it's crazy that, like, nobody, t- Steve Kurt insisted nobody changed Harry's Halliburton shot, and there's a reason why. And it, uh, it, it, it don't, it makes for good clips sometimes. But when you get somebody in an ankle breaker or just like make somebody just speed past somebody, snatch it back or something. And then you see him with that like nut ass hitch, and it's just uh, it's just uh. Disgusting. I don't know how he's able to get it off though. I feel like yeah, I don't, I don't know. He, he looks like know. this shit should be swatted. No, I'm saying it. it's like slow but fast at the same time. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. It, it looks one of them. Yeah, it's just one of them troll two K jump shots. That's what that shit looked like. Yeah, nah, is it? <laughs> oh man, he, oh man. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how. <laughs> it's a. A jumper that's that wet, bro. Who do you think won that that trade? The the Pacers or the Kings? You know what I'm saying when they trade. I think that's one of the the most fair trades in the league for sure because the the Kings wanted instant success. Pacers wanted to rebuild, um, not like full blown rebuild, but like rebuild the squad around young players, some veterans, and the Kings made the playoffs. Did uh-huh. do what they did in the playoffs. Um, the Pacers rebuilt. You know, were pretty below average last year, but Halliburton took another jump. Another uh, jump. Yeah. And then this year, they're in a playoff spot right now. Obviously, you know, it's very early in the season. You know, some things don't stick out, but the man is averaging twenty-seven and twelve, shooting forty-seven uh-huh. percent from the three. Is he's shooting? Pretty sure better than Steph Curry. I'm not gonna say it's the same amount of attempts, yeah. But it's up there, and it's 
he's their offense. There's a reason why they're top they're the top offense in the league. Now that defense is some some shaky, but we're not gonna talk about that yet. Uh, but there's a reason why they top in defense. So like if you think about it, man, like all these teams that have been like straight buns mm-hmm. for so long, they're doing they're like flipping with the with the great teams. You know what I'm saying? Like you like especially with the Timberwolves. I know we talked about them earlier, the Timberwolves. You got OKC and you got the Pacers now. Like the teams are like flipping with well, yeah, they're still good teams, you know what I'm saying? Like they're still yeah. you know got the Celtics and you know what I'm saying, whatnot. But I feel like the teams that have been like overlooked and like stepped on for a long time. Yeah. They're like coming into the limelight and showing like giving light to those teams and like those small markets, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and that's that's what makes it fun because you don't obviously you want your team to win whatever team you support, but it's also cool to see the team that you really weren't expecting to be as good as you thought rise up through the ranks and you know make a little bit of uh, a noise in the playoffs or make a little bit of noise in the season like the like the jazz did last year like the jazz you know they made a little bit of noise people were talking about the jazz for a while you know they was on top of the world you know, so they couldn't they couldn't keep it uh keep it going as the season moved on but it was cool to see it's cool to see them, yeah. how yeah how how much they were winning until they ultimately dropped off later in the season yeah uh, um, yeah but other than sga i'll also say some other players you know i've been following through their journey because i know i was on i was on sga high about like two years ago because yeah, I, I, I can see yeah. it i can see it i can see it coming i can see like the flashes of what he learned from um Chris Paul. Also, then I didn't really follow him in college. I don't really follow any NBA player in college because I'm just not a college ball watcher. I don't know if that will change or not. But I could see like I could sense a leap. Sometimes I can't even really explain it myself of why I think a player can be good or why I think they should be good. But it's just, you know sometimes it's just that hunch, that gut feeling you got to go with, and. So he was one of those players. DeJounte Murray was also one of those other players about two years ago that I was following at the same time. Because, you know, sometimes it's a mixture of, you know, sports betting that you, you know, stay glued to this uh, these film sessions when you have, when you try to look up players and see what props you want to bet on and whatnot. But those guys took that leap. And great two-way guys, great playmakers. They sat behind some great players and learned a lot of stuff from them, and it's what's added to their game now. Um, and then, like the last player I know, not, not even a lot of people pay it. Pay, I feel like paid attention to um, because the Pelicans weren't as good at, in this time period and were kind of like still feeling themselves out. Was Nikhil Alexander Walker, uh, SGA's cousin. Um, Another great two-way player. He was just—he was given a green light that I was like, I could, I could see, I could see a leap. I thought it was going to be an SGA type leap, and it still can happen. But if it is going to happen, it's not going to happen on the Timberwolves. He's really just going to be that <clears throat> secondary three and D type of guy that can be able to play, make just a great hustler, great in the passing lanes, just a real gritty guy that will get up on somebody and. Being they pocket, like being they chest, 
and make them uncomfortable when they have the ball in their hand. And that's the type of guy that you want around Anthony Edwards as he's still developing into a two-way player. Like the, the name of the league in this big outburst of offense that people are having, you still need defense because defense is what wins you games in the playoffs. That's why I say like the the Timberwolves, you know, pre-Rudy Gobert, I was like, oh, yeah, they saw that. Right? Rudy Gobert, outside the paint, don't need that big Eiffel Tower in the paint, but he's been a lot better this year. Cat has been a lot better, you know, still need to work on yeah, no, That squad is improving. That squad is. A lot of two-way players on that team. A lot of two-way players. But, you know, I feel like there's this one team in East, man, that they got a lot of issues that they need to address, and the big one, is Julius Randle, man. The, the Knicks, man. The Knicks need to get rid of Julius Randle, fool. I feel like he's upset. Maybe it could be jealousy, or maybe it could be upset that Jalen Brunson is like, he's the guy now. Yeah. Brunson is the guy on that team. But I've seen a couple, I've just seen like games that he just looks, not Jalen Brunson, um, um, Julius Randle, he just looks like uninterested. He doesn't want to play defense. If he doesn't get the ball, he's just stagnant on offense. I feel like that's he could be coming like an issue, such as James Harden. You know what I'm saying? Where he's like, he thinks like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I deserve this, or I think I'm this because you know, maybe he was here first, or maybe because he was the guy. You know what I'm saying? That was his team. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I don't know, man. I feel like that team, because, you know, the Knicks have been saying we're going to be good for years. They've been saying, Oh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna get Zion. We're gonna get KD. We're gonna do this. Knicks fans have been delusional for many, many years, but I feel like they got something really good right now, and they should capitalize on it. And they should remove or try to parlay, you know, Randall into something that could help. Because man, they, he didn't have no help. <laughs> he didn't have yeah. no help this season in the in the um in the playoffs. It was just straight Jalen Brunson pool. He's a dog, by the way. Yeah, but I'll also say like I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Julius Randle had, you know, a nagging injury that whole series. You know, a lot of people did, so you know, not we're not going to make excuses, but that that's the reason why he shot poorly in the playoffs. And surprisingly, the Knicks did a lot of damage in the first round more than I thought they were going to do. Mm-hmm. I really, I really had the Cavs winning in the six for sure. I was, I there was no way you could have told me afterwards that the Knicks were going to be able to clear that series and make it to the next round. I had no belief in the Knicks, mm-hmm. but it's just that they have, they, they have a very short rotation and just a lot of people that will get a rebound. And yes, you want to move Julius Randle, get a better, you know, supporting role type of player. But Julius Randle also, when, when he's on, like when he's on, I, I say it a lot. When he's on, he can become Julius Curry. It's unbelievable. Like the man, when he's locked in on shooting, he can become Julius Curry. Like everything is water. But when he's off, it just like Julius Gobert, Julius Roberson, Julius Adams. Like you're not, yeah, you're not making a, a damn shot. But he's going to get a rebound. He will get rebounds. He's on the boards. He's active. Like he's a very physical player. And, you want that on your team sometimes regardless of like the scoring output. Obviously he's a, a person that's very skilled in scoring. So you still want him to be productive in that aspect. Huh. But that's, that's a guy that you still kind of want something similar. If you like, what are you going to trade off? 
Um, like obviously you have other players strictly for defense, strictly for rebounds, strictly for like just being a gritty player. Um, you just need a if you want to move Julius Randle, I don't know who is available to to have a just a, such an upsurge in scoring that will make it worth it to the Knicks to move Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. Hey man, Jalen Brunson was really on the uh, on the Mavs though. I forgot about yeah. that man. He was. He, I'm telling you, it's that Luca effect. It's not Luca's fault. Um, I'm not gonna say it's, it's not Luca's entirely Luca's fault, but yeah, he was on that that team. It's just you saw what he did to the Jazz when Luca was hurt. He was he was baking them. Yeah, he was stupid. And he now now Julius Brunson is a way better three point shooter. It just took a massive leap this year. I didn't think he was gonna shoot close to as many threes as he was as he's shooting this year. So the NBA is, is kind of like. You get it's is everybody it's it's more than just one or two teams now. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. too many teams that can really make a push, that can really like shake something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stan West. Mostly in the West though, but yeah, man. This is this it's is something. Of, it's a lot of stuff, man. It's it keeps me excited every week because it's something new. They keep you on your toes. No, definitely, man. This is this is a good season, man. This is about to be like stupid. Mm-hmm. I, I can't really call this year who's gonna win, but we're gonna we're gonna keep it pushing. Lots of basketball left, and there's a lot of things that we have yet to to see or expect or anticipate. So I'm looking yeah. forward to. It. Nah, me too. You know what I'm saying <laughs> this is this this season could be, especially with the end season tournament. This season is already the best one in a long time. I say best mm-hmm. one since 2016, but since 2016, that season was, oh my goodness. Don't even let me get started on that one, man. I'm talking <laughs> three days straight. But <laughs> now the end season tournament, tournament that people like really playing, like they're having that defensive intensity. And in, this is happening through the regular season. So it puts yeah. more emphasis on the regular season. You know what I'm saying? It's not just, oh, it's game here and game there. It's, it's, they actually put effort into this end season tournament. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and plus they're giving uh, people money, so that's always that's always the you know what I'm saying motivation. The incentives, no, the incentives, man. man they're, they're always going to drive them incentives. The, the more incentives there are, it's, it's going to be better for the players. Like we saw this shit. Everybody being physical, they really talking shit, getting teched up. Everybody in everybody face. Uh, no, they, definitely. They, they no, want you, that <laughs> you see what happened to Clay, man? Yeah, Oh man, wow, man! Hey, what what do you think about? Do you think the um, the Warriors made a, a mistake for paying Draymond or no? They weren't gonna get. They weren't getting rid of Draymond. Like, it's like you, you don't you don't. I'm not gonna say you don't do that, but they weren't gonna get rid of Draymond uh, for sure because you some t- sometimes when you have like that group of of players that were together for so many years the chemistry was there you don't really want to break them up yet because you know you always want to have that last dance but you never know where is the you know the last last dance um mm-hmm. but they weren't they weren't getting rid of Draymond for jordan pool because you see people have seen like how that situation was handled it really wasn't handled that well um they said they'll handle it internally but 
you know, why wouldn't the NBA suspend somebody? They saw it was a clear video of the, the man glassing him. Glassed him. Yeah, that don't, like, I know that don't hurt, bro. He was slumped. The man stepped away himself. There wasn't really any enforcement. Nobody really talked about it. Everybody just kind of kept it hushed. And, and you saw what happened. They traded him, and they got somebody else. They weren't they weren't going to get rid of Draymond, but like you could tell by the actions of everybody. And yeah, they, it's like I don't it like might, it, though, it might come to bite them in the in the butt later. I don't like it though, bro. Like that's lame. Like if it's Steph, I understand. Draymond yeah, business is business, man. They're not going to get rid of Draymond. Draymond has done a lot for that organization. Yeah, you talking about like uh, kicking LeBron in the nuts and stuff like that. <laughs> he plays in the nuts. Yeah, he does a lot of that, but. <laughs> I'm trying to say, man, he's not just man. The last game I saw Draymond actually like cook was in 2016, man. In Game Seven of the Finals, when he hit like five threes, he went like I mean, he would have been MVP that that season. He went like thirty. It was like thirty-two, like eleven and like eight or something. It was crazy. Yeah, he was going stupid. But him, I think they should have got rid of him. They definitely should have got rid of Clay because Clay is just not that guy anymore. You know, nothing against it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has, you know, injuries. Not everybody is able to bounce back like the way that they were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but nah, it takes, also takes time to develop people because even Kaminga is still taking some time with his development. And people thought he was going to take another leap. Like, he still got time, but, you know, them them Warriors players not getting any younger. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Clay Thompson isn't getting any younger. Yeah, if he me, I, I don't know me. I would have, I would, I would have traded him. You know what I'm saying, especially when his when his stock was kind of somewhat. It wasn't like super high, but I'm saying who wouldn't who wouldn't take Clay? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I would have tried to get the get a little bit for him. Yeah, you know, but also it's yeah. like sometimes it's a thought of how would Clay like, especially now how would Clay play with all these other players and teams? Because like another. Selling point of Clay Thompson before he got hurt was his defense. He was pretty good at defense, <clears throat> but now his defense has dropped off because of those two leg injuries. So now it's like he's a jacker that just will keep jacking no matter what. But it's like, is is he a liability on defense? Do we really want him out there guarding somebody if he's not his shots not falling? Like it's, it's a little bit easier when you when you have a whole bunch of great shooters around you, and when you play a long Steph, where it, it, you don't know what shot Steph is going to make or miss because he makes ridiculous ass shots. So yeah. you you would always have to take a chance on him. You're right. You're right, though. You're right. So, yeah. But that's just, that's just that's just them. Like I don't know. Like as a business owner, you know, I feel I get it. They want to, you know, what I'm saying, give them. Money they want to pay, um, you know, what I'm saying these did a lot for the organization, they won championship. But me, as a business, business owner, man, I would have got rid of him like sooner rather than later, like right after the injury, like when he got healed up. If he had like a stretch that he was going like stupid, I would have probably put him on a trade on block, man. That's just me personally, though, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, oh, my goodness, man, that's it, man. That's Mm. Actually, what do you what do you think about the? Cause we haven't even talked about them. What do you think about the Suns? You know what I'm saying, and I'm not. I don't got no belief in the Suns, bro. You got no belief? 
Nah, it's not hidden for me, man. I, I I see, you know, the big their big three. I don't know when Bradley Bill will play. Hope he's okay, and you know, wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah. Kd Kd's been playing his best basketball. You know, continue to play his best basketball. MVP uh, maybe. Hmm? I know they've been talking about him for MVP, but you yeah. Know He's been, he's the only one that's been not hurt for real. He's the only one been playing games. He's putting his body on the line. He's the oldest person. Like it's them, them old heads still hooping. They're not they're not done yet. So I I give it to him for cooking the, the man shooting fifty forty ninety almost in year like seventeen. So. He's doing this thing. I just I don't know what the playoffs entail. People, you know, boosted Nurkic's head and thinking he's a superior piece for him. For him, I, you know, I I, I will say that if we had Nurkic and if the Blazers had Nurkic in the playoffs, we would have won. But that's also without KD on the Warriors, so you can't really just add people that were injured because then you want everybody's team to be healthy and then. Them but that's what it's all about, though. You're yeah. saying it is based on injuries, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's true. So I, I, I see him. I see him doing some. I just don't see him. I don't. I can't really see him winning a ring with that that squad. We still don't even know what Bradley Beal brings to the team if he even plays. Um, so still, still can't really call that team. I want. I don't want to be too early with that one. That's the team. I don't know. That doesn't. It doesn't move me at all. So. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that team. Hey, this is, hey, go ahead and prove me wrong, sons. <laughs> me right now, though. We'll see, man. Like I say, real time will tell with them. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll get back in. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll get. Maybe they'll get back to the to the to the to the playoffs and the finals, and maybe they'll do something. We'll see. We'll see. But we got lots more weeks of NBA. Lots more topics to talk about. Thanks for for joining me today. You know, we would like to have you back in a, another episode in the future. You know, give us uh, your inside takes. Uh, give yeah. us your your pickling takes. You know, the pickling fool, the pickler fool. Yeah, much <laughs> anything appreciated, bro. Anything, anything, boxing, anything, soccer, anything, football, anything, basketball. You know what I'm saying, absolutely, bro. I, I could chop it up about anything. You hear me? Yes, sir. And that's where we get off on that, Joan. We signing off. The Pickler. Yes, the Pickler. And the folks, we out of here. <laughs>